Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, fellow animal people, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'm so glad you've chosen to start your morning off with our program. One of the things I like to do is share information about really cool animal events that feature both adoptable pets and fun pet products. To help me with that, I've invited Kathy Thorsell, the mastermind behind Orange County Pet Days, to give you all the details on a spectacular, fun-filled pet weekend coming up at the Orange County Fairgrounds. Also this morning, right after our halftime break, Carol Roche from Ferrets Anonymous is going to let you know how you can help encourage Google to create a special doodle that shines the light on National Ferret Day on April 2nd. So don't touch that dial because a great show is coming up after a quick message here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now is Kathy Thorsell, the founder and president of Forever Home Animal Rescue and the Orange County Pet Days Coordinator. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. You have your hands full. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> I love it. Before we start talking about Orange County Pet Days, which I think is a lovely event, first of all, tell me about Forever Home Animal Rescue. Well, Forever Home Rescue was brought to life in about 2008, and um, we are a nonprofit, no-kill rescue that focuses primarily on helping families in need um, if they've had an unfortunate death in the family or a foreclosure, or for any reason, they're not able to financially keep their animal. Our whole goal and mission is to help the animals stay in their home so they don't end up in a shelter. Okay, so you pitch in financially then to keep them in the same home? We try to do that, and we help with medical bills, and we have a food bank that we help them with food, um, blankets, anything we can to keep the animal in the home, and then if that doesn't work, then we go to work and we try to find them a new home that best suits the animal's needs. Ah, excellent. So does the pet stay with its current family until you could find a new home? That's correct. Ah, okay. That's a real good uh, idea to to have because I know finding volunteers to foster animals is sometimes a big issue for a lot of rescues and they're limiting factors. So if the animals can stay with their current families until you find a new family, that works out really well. It's very nice, yes. About how many animals have you cared for in this capacity? Oh, gosh, hundreds, um, easily. We've any cat, dogs and cats, and we've helped with an alligator. We've helped with wow. cows and goats, and <laughs> uh, we're kind of all-encompassing, so um, hundreds. Tell me about the alligator. What's the story? Well, the alligator was an interesting situation. We had a young boy contact us that a friend of a friend had purchased an alligator through the United States Postal Service in uh, some state in the, in, I believe it was in Indiana or somewhere, and they're illegal to own, and he got it through the mail, and as it got older and larger, it started to bite, oh and my so goodness. of course, you know, he didn't know what to do with them, so we were contacted, and we don't 
taken alligators, of course, but uh-huh. um, what we did is we found a resource for him to go to. His name is Gary the Gator, and he's now on an alligator farm being used for educational purposes of what not to do and to never own an alligator. Ah, excellent. So Gary the Gator has a nice place to live now. <laughs> Gary the Gator is safe, and he's yes, he's, he's in a new home. Ah, that's fantastic. And I know, aside from all the rescue, and, and you do so much, I mean, I'm always getting emails from you with, with cute little fuzzy faces saying, I need help, and, and you help them, and... I know that's a job all in itself, and you do something completely different. Orange County Pet Days, tell me about this big event. Well, Pet Days is a result of uh, going there many years ago with Len Rescue and, you know, doing what we do, trying to find great homes and raise awareness about spay and neuter and wellness information and after this first weekend that we were there, we were approached with, um, you know, hey, we want to make this bigger. And so I really partnered. The Orange County Marketplace is fantastic. They're so helpful, and they're such an advocate of animal wellness. So we decided to, to make it a little bit bigger. And so we started growing and growing. And over the course of the last five years, we've gone from having one booth to over 50. Wow. Now, the Orange County Marketplace is is the big swap meet at the Orange County Fairgrounds, right? That is correct. Okay, and part of the swap meet area is designated as your pet days section. Right, right. We have a dedicated area that all the vendors and all the rescues go to, and it's it's really cool because not only do you get to go there and possibly find your forever pet, but you also can buy any of the accessories you may need for them and then also do some additional fun, unique shopping and just have a great day of it. Oh, okay. So if you want to head out to the swap meet and just do your normal fun swap meet day, you can head on over to the animal section and see all the animals in the rescues and see some of the educational booths. Do you have anything about spaying and neutering? We do. One of the, the, the reasons why Pet Days was derived was education, and and we really focus heavily on that. We do a lot of presentations up on stage. Um, We have wellness information. We talk about spay and neuter programs, um, and we heavily encourage and advocate for spay and neuter, and we have training tips and all types of welfare education and every kind of rescue that you could imagine with any kind of dog or cat that you could imagine and accessories to go with. Ah, that's fantastic. And how about vet care? Will you have any presentations by a veterinarian about basic care of animals? We do. We have an Ask the Vet segment on stage, and um, they basically are open to the public. It's all free, and they can come and ask all the questions that they like. And when they're not on stage, we do have quite a few rescues that have veterinarians that are that either own the rescues or, or that participate, and they're always welcome to ask at their booth as well. Oh, excellent. If somebody was coming to the swap meet, do they have to pay an additional fee to get to the Orange County Pet Days section? There is there is a fee. However, Pet Days is also, you get free admission if you, with a pet food donation. So oh. one of the things that, that Pet Days is also now encompassing is a food drive to help homeless and abandoned animals. So if you bring in either two cans or one bag of unopened dog or cat food that's not expired, mm-hmm. that's not open, you get in free not only the pet days, but it also gets you into the marketplace inside the swap meet. Oh, that's very cool. And so that will get you a fun-filled day, and it will also help animals in need. 
exactly. You are a very passionate person. How did you get involved in all of this? Well, honestly, I've, I think I've been involved, involved since the day that I was born. I was, <laughs> I was given a German Shepherd, actually, as my birth gift. Wow. And I've had animals my whole life. I've done rescue my whole life. And, you know, as I've gotten older and as I've had better resources and, and able to do more, I just, I just really have to be their voice. This is, this is, they need us. And this is what we do, and this is a, this is a huge. It takes a village to pull all this off, and I'm just so fortunate to be able to have the time and the resources to do as much as I can. And it's just my life passion. And that is so cool that the marketplace supports you in this endeavor. They are very good to us. Yes. How long have you been doing this now? The Orange County Pet Days. Pet Days. Um, we're going on our sixth year. Wow, and you do twice a year, right? Twice a year. Okay, and this year you're expecting 50 exhibitors? We're having approximately 50 exhibitors, and we have about, oh gosh, it depends on the day, whether Saturday or Sunday, but we have anywhere between 20 to 30,000 guests that come through the marketplace in pet days, so it's big. Wow, do you have any rough idea how many animals find homes as a result of Orange County Pet Days? We've actually been able to get some really great statistics. Um, most of the rescues that come, they've been to almost every one, and they, they come because it's, they feel they, they get the most adoptions out of this event than they do any other that they do all year long, which really? is great for us. Wow. Um, on the average, depending on how many rescues come, we're getting anywhere between 50 to 75 animals adopted each day. Oh, that's lovely. And tell me a little bit about which rescues plan on being there with their pets. Well, we have, um, for sure, it was Forever Home, which is our rescue. Mm-hmm. And then we have, um, we're, we're having a reptile rescue that's going to be there this year. Oh, that's new. <laughs> it is. It's, it's their animals, too, so they need our help. That's right. Um, that's right. Or, it's Orange County uh, Reptile Rescue that's coming. We also have uh, Forever Wild, which is coming with uh, a blind a hawk that was blinded Aww. and um, a bobcat. Okay. And we have the German Shepherd Rescue, the Dachshund Rescue, Orange County Pitbull Rescue, um, gosh, Karma Rescue is coming, the Pet Rescue Center is coming, um, and, and so many more. It, it, there's just so many. But the paperwork is coming in as I speak, so I'm not sure exactly how many is coming, but I do know those are the for sure. Do you have an online website that shows all of the different things that will be happening during the two-day event? We don't have a website, but if you go to our Facebook page, and it's under OCPetDays at Yahoo.com, and if you just type that into Facebook, it pops right up. Oh, excellent. Okay. And that will tell you what the hours are and remind everybody about the donations so that they don't have to pay admission. April 5th and 6th, 9 to 3 p.m. Okay. And, um, yeah. And what has been, over the years, your personal favorite adoption story that came out of Orange County Pet Days? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There are so many, but I'd have to say probably one of my favorite um, was a handicapped dog that was adopted but only had two legs. Two legs. Wow. Yes. So his story was interesting, and he'd had a rough past, but we tried to erase that and move forward, and he's now in an absolute loving home, and he's doing great. Oh, that's so. very cool. Were they two back legs, two front legs? Was two back legs. Use? Okay, so he used a little wagon then to get around. He did. He used a little wagon, or sometimes he just hopped around. He looked like a little bunny. He hopped around on his front legs? 
On his back legs. On his back legs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> very, very cute. Oh, and that's the best interesting. Home ever. Okay, I've seen a, a video about a dog that I think was featured on Oprah. Actually, that that walked around like a human, only had yeah. two back legs. So, but yeah, um, they they get along. They act like no big deal, and they can handle anything. They can handle anything, and this poor guy was found underneath a old vehicle in Los Angeles, and he'd been there for, we didn't even know how long, but he lost both of his front legs, and you would never even know it today. So he's a huge success story, and we have a lot of underdogs that come to Pet Days that otherwise may not, you know, be adopted, and we really focus on that, because they they just need a little bit of extra care, but they're not any different than any other dog. They don't know it, and therefore we just try to make them feel like they've got four legs or both of their eyes or whatever it is that their case may be. There's there's an, somebody out there for all of these animals. Absolutely. And Orange County Pet Days is going to help them all get into homes. So thank you so much for telling our audience all about it. You bet. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you all there. Definitely. We need to take a quick break now, but when we return, Carol Roche from Ferrets Anonymous will be explaining how you can help convince Google to create a special doodle that honors ferrets on National Ferret Day. Find out more after a very quick message on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show, and here now to talk about National Ferret Day is Carol Roche. Good morning, Carol, and welcome to the Pet Place. Hi, good morning. National Ferret Day, I have never heard about it. You've got to tell me all about it. Um, National Ferret Day has been celebrated for at least 20 years. Wow. Um, the thing is, it hasn't actually been an official holiday. Ah, okay, so so I would like to request a day off from work. You think my boss will go for it? Absolutely. <laughs> I, w- I was able to contact um, Chase's calendar of events and um, request an application to make it into a holiday. Oh, and that's awesome. although they get many requests, they don't obviously grant all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they took my applica- application into consideration, and they accepted it. Yay! So it's so an official. Two thousand and fourteen will be the very first official national holiday on April second. That is so cool. And you're trying to get Google to design one of their famous doodles to observe National Ferret Day. We, we would like that very much. We are. Um, we've got a petition up on um, change.org. And we've been collecting signatures, and we're doing very well. I think we're past the 1,500 mark. Wow. How many And that's only been going on for a couple of days. Okay. There are ferret people out there that, you know, would like to see the the name and the face of the ferret a little bit more exposed and go away from the misconceptions that um, ferrets are usually associated with. Well, most of the world recognizes that ferrets are little domestic pets. They've been domesticated for 2,000 years, and they're these fun little animals to have, provided you're prepared for them, of course. Only California and I think New York City and a couple little odd places, Hawaii, don't think ferrets should be pets. Why is that? Um, The bottom line is they're kind of lazy to just... um, 
keep a law current with the times. Okay. Um, they're, they're, they don't want to deal with... The, the, for them, the issue of the fare is not important. Um, the fact in New York City, um, Mayor Rudolph Giuliani actually reversed the law. Fares were legal in New York City, and he, he reversed the law in 1999. Then what so, happened? Yes, it actually went backwards for the poor fare owners in New York City. Wow. Yes. And why, why did he do that? Um, a couple of things that they generally think was what, gonna ha- what is going to happen is that ferrets are going to um, regenerate a whole community of their own wild. Okay. And one, that would never happen because they're a domesticated pet. They are often associated with the, the um, black-footed ferret, which is a wild animal that, you know, almost went to ex- extinction. But the a regular domesticated ferret cannot survive in the wild. Right. They need the care of their human beings. That's what the domestication process caused in them. They're not the wild ferrets, which there are wild ferrets, but pet ferrets are a completely different animal. Correct. And Um, so he thinks that they're going to go out and they're going to reproduce and New York City is going to be taken over by ferrets. Correct. Wow. That is just absolutely incredible. Well, I mean, that's the same in California and the same in Hawaii. And, and I really don't understand that because, honestly, everybody knows that there are ferrets everywhere. You walk into any pet store, they have a whole aisle dedicated to ferret care and ferret food and ferret lounges and all kinds of ferret accessories. So they're obviously here, and everybody says, oh, gee, I wonder why you're buying that. Probably not for a ferret, I'm sure. <laughs> and And yet... Even though we all know, all kidding aside, that there are probably thousands of ferrets in California, we have no rampant stray ferret populations running around. No, I mean, there are um, vets that in California that do take care of ferrets, and you, you can go have your ferret taken care of if there's an issue. Anonymously, of course. No, that, that there is, they have like a little, you know... Um, you know, Privacy Act, that, that, you know, the vets are kind of required as their job to take care of an injured animal, mm-hmm. and they don't need to report it. Good. So that's very fortunate for um, the, the ferrets that are in California. All right. And I know that a lot of people have struggled with trying to get the Fish and Game Department to recognize that they don't cause a problem to the local bird species, which... Everybody says if there's ferrets that are allowed in California, our local bird population will be decimated. And, and of course, that's a bunch of hogwash, and it can be scientifically proven. But for some reason, the California Department of Fish and Game won't look at those reports. They have refused repeatedly. I don't understand what's going on there. Do you have any idea? Um, from the videos that I've watched and the reports that I have read, um they dismiss questions before that they're even asked. Um, they, they're not taking it seriously, and it is, it, it's not on their priority list at all. Wow. Um, and the whole fact um, that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the, um, <laughs> the governor, I mean, I don't know if some people know this, all the fair people know this, but other people may not. One of the movies he starred, starred in was Kindergarten Cop, right. and he worked with a ferret. That's right. He had a little ferret co-star. I remember it very well. Right, and, and I guess 
we kind of thought that he would be like our, you know, ace in the hole and really help us out. And he's like, no, don't, you know, that I don't want to do that. Wow. And it, it's very hard to get um, people to act. Um, some of the information about Ferris, I mean, there's over 800,000 Ferris in the state of California alone. Wow. I mean, that's a so, mass population. So they're not causing a problem. They're here. We know they're here. They don't spread rabies. They aren't biting children. And they're not causing a problem. So I just don't understand why we can't get these little guys legalized. Ferrets get a very bad rap. For the few instances where they have um, been a part of possibly an injury, the, the media just goes crazy on it. And, and they, they, they kind of do that with pit bulls, too. They like to latch on to those sensational stories, and then it makes it seem like it's a real problem when, in fact, it's not. Absolutely. That, that's a, another perfect example of um, just making the character of the animal completely the opposite of the way that it can be. What is the actual nature of the average pet ferret? Can you describe what the, the little guys are like living in the, in the, in the home? Oh, my gosh. They're like the class clowns of the animals. Uh-huh. They're like having a two-year-old puppy forever. Uh-huh. They are, they're so quirky. They're so inquisitive. They're playful. Every single one has a personality. Um, Do they bond with their people? They bond with their people, and they bond with their cage mates. Oh, Sometimes okay. when a ferret passes away, the other ferret may go into a depression. Aww. They oft, I mean, they lo- well, they love sleep. They sleep somewhere between 18 and 20 hours a day. Wow. And they're often found snuggling together. Oh. If okay. you have more than two or three ferrets, they'll make a little bit of a, a pile of ferrets, <laughs> and they'll all stick together. <laughs> and, and what's amazing is, you know, everybody, we suggest when you get a ferret, try to get the largest cage you can afford. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most people do. And then it's funny to see, you know, maybe a five carrots in that ferrets in that cage. They'll all be sleeping in a little hammock. I'm like, what's the point of getting the huge cage if you guys are going to snuggle? But of course, <laughs> that's for them to run around in and have some room for when they need it. Now, can you let them run around your house also? Absolutely. Um, you have to ferret-proof everything. Um, you know, you have to get things out of the way that they might chew on. You have to keep an eye on them. Do they some chew people- power cords and wood like rabbits do? Um, they can. Generally, they don't. Okay. Um, I mean, yes, everything that's um, breakable, rubbery, um, ferrets, ferrets do have a, a tendency to go and want to investigate and see what it's all about. Ah, okay. They will, one of their favorite things are like the, the soles of shoes. <laughs> they, <laughs> they love to pull those out and take them away. And then that's kind of where the phrase came from where, you know, you know, cats and dogs may steal your heart, but a ferret will steal your soul. <laughs> so that's very good. Yeah. So, Carol, I have to ask you this: Are you frequently walking around with one leg shorter than the other? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, they they do have a tendency to like to play with your feet because they're moving. Okay. And people who do free roam their ferrets, we have a thing called the ferret shuffle. And that means when we walk, we kind of have to slide our feet and not pick them up and walk because oh. the ferrets are, you don't want to step on the ferret. Yeah, that would be bad. Okay. So, 
So it probably would be best not to give them free rent of the whole house, but free rent of a specific room that you've uh, baby-proofed or ferret-proofed. That's what most people do. Some people do have um, free room for the house, and that's wonderful for those ferrets. Mm -hmm. Um, A room is ideal, Okay. and they definitely need, you know, at least four hours out of the cage, you know, minimum per day. Excellent. Okay. And what about ferrets and children? Is that a good mix? Um, I think supervised, it's fine. I mean, anybody over maybe the age of five, by the time they go to kindergarten, they can absolutely hold a ferret, play with a ferret, hug a ferret, and stuff like that. But a ferret is a very small animal. Okay. Um, and just like if you would have a, a bird or some, a, a bunny, you, you can't leave them unsupervised. You know, you, you're afraid of the child possibly hurting the animal or the animal being scared and doing something that it would not normally do. Right, and that's just common sense. Carol, in the, in the few moments that we have left, let's give everybody out your website for Ferrets Anonymous so that they could find out more about legislation, how to make changes, and also about general ferret care. Um, well, we have a couple links. Um, one is legalizedferrets.org, and that's where you would go to find most of the information, and, and that's really the the pool behind everybody in California. Okay. That's what we're trying to push. That's where we try to point people in that direction. And your Facebook um, page is? I'm sorry? Your Facebook page? My Facebook page is um, Ferrets Duke. Ferrets? Duke, D-O-O-K. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay, what a duke is, um, a duke is the sound the ferret makes when they're happy or excited, and they're playing with you. It's like their giggle. Excellent. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much, Carol. You have been a wealth of information, and I appreciate you coming by the show today. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. We need to take one last break now, but don't go away, because we'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Join Westy Rescue of Orange County and beyond for a walk in the park. It's their annual St. Patrick's Day Walkathon to be held Sunday, March 2nd at Edison Park on Stillwell Drive in Huntington Beach. Registration begins at 9.30 and the walk starts promptly at 10.30. Grab your pledge sheets and gather donations for this fun-filled event. Prizes for raising varying levels of funds will be awarded. Snacks and water are also provided. Hot dogs will be served at the end of the walk. For more information, visit www.westyrescueoc.com. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org to send us your comments or suggestions for the show and see what other fun animal-related activities there are on the Pet Place calendar. Well, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day.